section fifteen of the cooking manual this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b the cooking manual of practical directions for economical everyday cookery by juliet corson bread the preparation of wheat and other grains in the form of bread is one of the most important of all culinary operations and to many persons one of the most difficult it is impossible to set exact rules as to the quantity of flour or liquid to be used for the quality of the flour varies as much as that of the grain from which it is made and some varieties excessive in gluten will absorb nearly one-third more liquid than others and produce correspondingly more bread for this reason in buying flour we must choose that which contains the most gluten this kind will remain in a firm compact mass when pressed in the hand and will retain all the lines and marks of the skin or if mixed with water it will take up a great deal in proportion to its bulk and will form a tough elastic dough gluten in flour corresponds with the nitrates or flesh formers in flesh and abounds in hard winter wheat the flour containing much of it is never extremely white the object of making bread that is of mixing water with the flour and subsequently exposing the dough to intense heat is to expand and rupture the cells of the grain so as to expose the greatest possible surface to the action of the digestive fluids this is accomplished in several ways by the formation of air cells through the medium of acetous fermentation as in yeast bread by the mechanical introduction of carbonic acid gas as in aerated bread by the mixture with the flour of a gas-generating compound which needs only the contact of moisture to put it in active operation and by the beating into the dough of atmospheric air no organic change in the elements of the flour is necessary like that produced by the partial decomposition of some of its properties in bread raised with yeast so long as proper surface is obtained for the action of the gastric juices the purpose of raising is accomplished bread raised without fermentation can be made from the following receipt and there is no question of its healthfulness two hundred fifty four aerated homemade bread mix flour and water together to the consistency of a thick batter then beat it until fine bubbles of air thoroughly permeate it for small biscuit pour it into patty pans and bake in a good brisk oven for bread in loaves more flour is thoroughly kneaded in with the hands until the dough is full of air bubbles and then baked at once without being allowed to stand when bread is to be raised by the acidous fermentation of yeast the sponge should be maintained at a temperature of eighty nine degrees fahrenheit until it is sufficiently light and the baking should be accomplished at a heat of over three hundred twenty degrees when yeast is too bitter from the excess of hops mix plenty of water with it and let it stand for some hours then throw the water off and use the settlings when yeast has soured it may be restored by adding to it a little carbonate of soda or ammonia when dough has soured the acidity can be corrected by the use of a little carbonate of soda or ammonia if the sponge of raised bread be allowed to overwork itself it will sour from excessive fermentation and if the temperature be permitted to fall and the dough too cool it will be heavy thorough kneading renders yeast bread white and fine but is unnecessary in bread made with baking powder great care should be taken in the preparation of yeast for leavened bread 
as the chemical decomposition inseparable from its use is largely increased by any impurity or undue fermentation experience and judgment are necessary to the uniform production of good bread and those are gained only by repeated trials we subjoin one of the best receipts which we have been able to procure for making yeast two hundred fifty five home-brewed yeast boil two ounces of the best hops in four quarts of water for half an hour strain off the liquor and let it cool till lukewarm and then add half a pound of brown sugar and two heaping tablespoonfuls of salt use a little of this liquor to beat up one pound of the best flour and gradually mix in all of it with the flour let it stand four days to ferment in a warm place near the fire stirring it frequently on the third day boil and mash three pounds of potatoes and stir them into it on the fourth day strain and bottle it it will keep good for months two hundred fifty six homemade bread put seven pounds of flour into a deep pan and make a hollow in the center into this put one quart of lukewarm water one tablespoonful of salt one teaspoonful of sugar and half a gill of yeast have ready three pints more of warm water and use as much of it as is necessary to make a rather soft dough mixing and kneading it well with both hands when it is smooth and shining strew a little flour upon it lay a large towel over it folded and set it in a warm place by the fire for four or five hours to rise then knead it again for fifteen minutes cover it with the towel and set it to rise once more then divide it into two or four loaves and bake it in a quick oven this quantity of material will make eight pounds of bread and will require one hour's baking to two pounds of dough in cold weather the dough should be mixed in a warm room and not allowed to cool while rising if it does not rise well set the pan containing it over a large vessel of boiling water it is best to mix the bread at night and let it rise till morning in a warm and even temperature two hundred fifty seven milk bread take one quart of milk heat one-third of it and scald with it half a pint of flour if the milk is skimmed use a small piece of butter when the batter is cool add the rest of the milk one cup of hop yeast half a tablespoonful of salt and flour enough to make it quite stiff knead the dough until it is fine and smooth and raise it overnight this quantity makes three small loaves two hundred fifty eight rice bread simmer one pound of rice in three quarts of water until the rice is soft and the water evaporated or absorbed let it cool until it is only lukewarm mix into it nearly four pounds of flour two teaspoonfuls of salt and four tablespoonfuls of yeast knead it until it is smooth and shining let it rise once before the fire make it up into loaves with a little flour reserved from the four pounds and bake it thoroughly two hundred fifty nine potato bread take good mealy boiled potatoes in the proportion of one-third of the quantity of flour you propose to use pass them through a coarse sieve into the flour using a wooden spoon and adding enough cold water to enable you to pass them through readily use the proper quantity of yeast salt and water and make up the bread in the usual way a saving of at least twenty per cent is thus gained two hundred sixty pulled bread take from the oven an ordinary loaf of bread when it is about half baked and with the fingers while it is yet hot pull it apart in egg-sized pieces of a regular shape throw them upon tins and bake them in a slow oven to a rich brown color 
this bread is excellent to eat with cheese or wine where bread is made with baking powder the following rules should be closely observed if any shortening be used it should be rubbed into the flour before it is wet cold water or sweet milk should always be used to wet it and the dough should be kneaded immediately and only long enough to thoroughly mix it and form it into the desired shape it should then be placed in a well-heated oven and baked quickly otherwise the carbonic acid gas will escape before the expanded cells are fixed in the bread and thus the lightness of the loaf will be impaired as a very large margin of profit is indulged in by the manufacturers of baking powders we subjoin a good formula for making the article at home at a considerable saving 261 baking powder mix thoroughly by powdering and sifting together several times the following ingredients four ounces of tartaric acid and six ounces each of bicarbonate of soda and starch keep the mixture in an airtight can the following receipts will be found useful and easy 262 loaf bread sift together two or three times one pound of flour three teaspoonfuls of baking powder one saltspoonful of salt and one teaspoonful of fine sugar mix with enough cold sweet milk to make the dough of the consistency of biscuit or if you have no milk use cold water work the dough only long enough to incorporate the flour well with the milk or water put it into a baking pan buttered and slightly warmed and set it immediately into a hot oven after about five minutes cover it with paper so that the crust may not form so quickly as to prevent rising bake about three quarters of an hour this bread is sweet and wholesome and may be eaten by some persons whose digestion is imperfect with greater safety than yeast fermented bread 263 breakfast rolls mix well by sifting one pound of flour three teaspoonfuls of baking powder half a teaspoonful of salt and one heaping teaspoonful of pulverized or fine sugar into a small portion of the above rub two ounces of lard fine and smooth mix with the rest of the flour and quickly wet it up with enough cold milk to enable you to roll it out about half an inch thick cut out the dough with a tin shape or with a sharp knife in the form of diamonds lightly wet the top with water and double them half over put them upon a tin buttered and warmed and bake them in a hot oven 264 tea biscuit mix as above using the same proportions and cutting out with a round biscuit cutter when they are baked wash them over with cold milk and return them to the oven for a moment to dry 265 finger biscuit mix as above cut out with a sharp knife in strips three inches long one inch wide and one quarter of an inch thick lay them upon a buttered tin so that they will not touch brush them over with an egg beaten up with one tablespoonful of milk and bake them in a hot oven 266 cream breakfast rolls mix as above substituting cream for the milk in moistening the dough cut them out with an oval cutter two inches long and one and a half inches wide brush the tops with cream and pull them slightly lengthwise then fold them together leaving a slight projection of the underside put them on a butter tin brush the tops with cream and bake them in a hot oven 267 breakfast twist mix as for breakfast rolls cut in strips three inches long and half an inch thick roll each one out thin at the ends but leave the center of the original thickness place three strips side by side 
braid them together and pinch the ends to hold them when the twists are all made out lay them upon a buttered tin brush them over with milk and bake them in a hot oven a little fine sugar dusted over the tops glazes them and improves their flavor hot rolls and biscuits should be served well covered with a napkin 268 how to freshen stale bread a loaf of stale bread placed in a closed tin vessel and steamed for half an hour will be completely freshened 269 toast but few persons know how to prepare toast properly it should be made with the aim of evaporating from the bread all the superfluous water and transforming its tough and moist substance into digestible food for this reason the slices should be exposed gradually to heat of a gentle fire first upon one side and then upon the other for one minute and after that they may be toasted golden brown at this stage it has become pure wheat farina and is not liable to produce acidous fermentation in the stomach besides it will now absorb the butter thoroughly and both substances will be in condition to be freely subjected to the action of gastric juice and consequently will be digested with ease dry toast should be sent to the table the instant it is made buttered toast should be set into the oven for about five minutes to render it crisp end of section fifteen end of the cooking manual of practical directions for economical everyday cookery by juliet corson